0: The marrow out of bone. But the V and V and now, the Beatles and the stones made it.
1: evening you're listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver it's UBC campus radio and the show is stereoscopic readout I'm your host Aaron um, now we are within striking distance what is this now two um, one two three three more shows and it will be the 2013 Festive 15 for stereoscopic readout. Um, My favorite 15 releases of the year, sort of encapsulated in 90 minutes. I would do the Festive 50 like John Peel used to, except I don't really like, I think it's (coughs) probably, this year has actually been pretty good. I think I could actually put 20, uh, do 20, s- do 20 releases that should have been, uh, on, on, on a year-end list, best of sort of thing, but, um, I'm going to just stick with 15 because <coughs> that's all we got the budget for. Anyway, um, ramble, ramble, um, that was the House of Love from, well, way back in the 80s. Anyway, what is this? Uh, I know it was a single and... Uh, it was released in 1990, anyway, um, Beatles and the Stones, that's an, uh, it's a song that ended up getting re-recorded, it was, it came out on an album, like, their first Fontana album, and, uh, was significantly different, uh, featured a... The sort of preamble with lots of Beatles and Rolling Stones samples. If you can believe that, they actually managed to get a Beatles and a Rolling Stones sample. I don't know how much money they had to pay out for that, but uh, they did. They had it, you know it's. But I, I like that version better. It's less busy, um, and the uh, the guitar break in it is a lot more pronounced, and I really like that part. Um, anyway, later on in the show. Um, now I have to say, well, you know what, I'm going to save the rant about, um, cassettes and why they're so popular again for the later part, but we're going to be getting into some of my rather meager collection of demo tapes that I amassed during the nineties. And, uh, I'm going to listen to some stuff, but in the meantime, <coughs> excuse me, I carry on with some ride
2: Enjoy British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost.
3: Check
2: us out online at ubc-voc.com.
1: you on one point nine FM CITR. Hello Moon. Um, they did their, um, album release finally on Saturday. That was at, uh, Rainbow Connection, which is essentially next to Les Amis de Fromage on Hastings Street, <coughs> which would be ideal if that restaurant that used to be part of the les de fromage was still open you could go and eat cheese and then go see great music i mean that for me would be a win-win-win situation but um anyway yeah it was a good show i showed up just in time to hear that song and then the song after it and then the show was over but um I, i swear i'm prepared to swear that there were people singing along to that song um lean on down being sung by randy kramer the bass player um And before that, well, we started off with ride and like a daydream and then followed it with the stone roses, a B side from back in the day, but it's included on their compilation turns into stone. And it's probably on the complete stone roses, um, standing here anyway, um, kind of winging it tonight too. I don't have a complete show. I've got an incomplete show. So, um, I'm adding things and so forth, um, at the last minute. But um, later on, there's going to be a surprise for you, which I mentioned earlier. So if you didn't catch it earlier, there's a surprise later. If you did catch what the surprise was, it's still coming. Um, White Poppy, I have not played her in a while. So let's uh, get on with that.
0: Out and uncurled Would extend about four times
3: Around the circumference of the world Become a friend of CITR And get great discounts in the West End at
2: Australian Boot Company Banyan Books and Sound Baru Latino Restaurante, The Bike Kitchen Cove Dentry's Pub Displace Hatchery Limelight The Eatery Fresh is Best Salsa Gargoyles Prussian Music Rufus's Guitar Shop, and the UBC
3: Bookstore. It pays to be a friend of CITR. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or online at citr.ca. soundtrack to your life. Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Newbies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. loading headphones monday 7 to 9 p.m. on citr 101.9 fm vancouver
1: and we are back uh i always love the extended version of that oh what was in that last set was um well uh where, oh yeah white poppy um something from her self-titled album um called wear me away is the name of the song not the album um, and daydreaming off the sort of, uh, pre I guess pre-album teaser cassette only release that she did a couple of months before the album came out, Drifter's Gold. you think there are still copies of that available. Um, you heard daydreaming, uh, from Beach Fossils. They had an album out earlier this year called Clash the Truth. You heard Sleep Apnea and then Ella Orlean, uh, with Axon Terminal. That's from her Neopir r album. That's going back a f- couple of years anyway. Oh, and Sonoya Caves was the last thing you heard there. Through the Valley from his only, um, release that I'm aware of so far. I don't know if he's going to be coming out with a, uh, soundtrack to, or an actual hard copy soundtrack to, uh. Beyond the black rainbow, but that's from earlier. Let's go back about ten years. The enchanter persuaded um in the name of that. Anyway, <clears throat> I promised you earlier something something of a treat. I have a modest selection of demo tapes uh left over from the nineties. And um I grabbed a couple because for some reason I don't under I do not understand why other than purely ironic, um, nostalgia reasons, I have no idea why cassettes are coming back into popularity because it's a, f- why anybody would put a, put, well, um, it, to me, it's the easiest format to damage. It wears out. Um, it, 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 it always sounds like shit. Um, and, you know, I'm sorry about the language, but that's... that. It's just... I, I think cassettes are a garbage format. Um, even CDs are better than cassettes. Um, they, they're they just... they're not... you know, they're, they're the least user-friendly of all the formats that I can think of. Except for 8-track. But, you know, we know how long that lasted. The only good thing about cassettes, to me, was that it was really easy to... make a mixtape you know oddly enough but um, apart from that I just there are there is no love lost between me and cassettes but anyway uh, oh the other thing too is if, if but anyway as you're about to see what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna treat you to um, some great music that I think I think it's great music but music that was ruined by putting being put on cassette and probably also because it was recorded digitally um, Certainly, if it was recorded, you know that was the whole thing. Everybody wanted to record analog and then get digital mixing and digital mastering but as, as it stands, a lot of these uh shysters who were running recording studios back then and I would assume to an extent you know it 's the same today, but there were a lot of real Schlockmeisters who had no business um recording bands um it was just like the, the absolute worst sound imaginable anyway that you could possibly get. And then they would put it on cassette. <coughs> but anyway, that's, that's my rant. <laughs> um, anyway, as I said, uh, there's some stuff that I saved because I, you know, I really liked it and uh, I cringe every time I was like, I cringed when I was doing the queuing back at home on, on like a boom box because it was just like, ugh, this is, this is, this is the sound of just, ugh. uh, anyway, lo-fi is better than this stuff but anyway I'm gonna start things off now back in the day I used to play bass for a band called Daytona and (coughs) we went on tour um, well the band went on tour a few times I was the bass player for at least two excursions out to Ontario and I think it was during the first tour we played with a band in Hamilton. I think we played a bowling alley or something like that. It was, it was a strange room. I think it was, it looked like a cafeteria or a church basement or something. But, um, we, uh, or was it? No, and actually, sorry, it was a proper bar. Um, but we had two bands open for us and I can't remember what one of them was, but another one was a band, that we ended up liking quite a bit and it was a band called make joy cry they were for they were based out of hamilton and um i did keep in touch with them and they sent me out a demo tape so that's the first thing we're going to listen to this is going back to about nine well certainly no later than 1994 but uh hopefully this works this is make joy cry sweet sound of tape hiss that's tape hiss not tape hiss Uh, anyway in case you were wondering why there were such long gaps between those songs it's because we only have one cassette deck in the station so I but it's got two it's it's done for dubbing so it's got two decks but there's only actually one unit so I literally had to eject the tape and then insert the next tape before I could play the next song. Uh, anyway, what so off the top uh, for like I said from Hamilton, Ontario, dating from about nineteen ninety four. You heard "Make Joy Cry." That was a that actually turned out better than I thought it would. It's um, I haven't listened to that in a very 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 long time like over 10 years. Um, The song was called Fragments. So if there's anybody out there who knew Make Joy Cry or was listening, who was in Make Joy Cry or whatever, uh, still think about you from time to time. Uh, Solution to the problem after that, they were sort of related to Team Strike Force. That name might ring a bell with you. Um, But uh, the solution to the problem had a tape called A Decade of Valentine. So that's going back to something like 1997 or 98. Um, You heard the oldest one in here. Um, I'm actually going to commit that to digital on my computer or committed to mp3 on my computer because there's some good stuff on that that i still like to listen to there's one song i'm actually still trying to track down but i just don't have the patience to like sit and listen to the whole tape i just kind of fast forward so i probably missed it um and then uh well a yeah, solution to the problem also featuring uh mr greg mcdonald uh who was one of these guys who seemed to be in like every single band in the city at the same time um, I believe he's in Toronto. I believe he's doing keyboards for Sloan now. So, um, you know, good for him. He made good. Uh, and lastly, you heard, uh, there was a band called 500 and Crave. They were associated kind of with, uh, Age of Electric. And, uh, if you remember the Bloody Chicklets, this is going back to like 96-ish. 1996, 95 through 97 anyway. But I think 96- um there's a track called plastered scene um guy named troy perlick i actually jammed with him for a bit um but my bass playing was not what he was looking for uh anyway he ended up moving to the uk with uh some of a couple of guys from well one guy from vancouver and then there was a french guy i had introduced him to on drums um then that split up and he ended up going to Portugal for a bit and had a band called Komodo Wagon, which I believe he's now brought back to Vancouver. So I think he's back in town, but anyway, 500 and Crave going back there to the mid-90s. So you're looking at like almost 20 years old there, um, for most of that stuff. Anyway, uh, time is ticking. Ben is up next with Live for Thunderbird Radio Hell at 9 but we've still got about uh, 20 minutes and change to get through so this this is a block of some stuff.
2: For a volunteer opportunity that fits your schedule, being a Big Sister takes less time than you think, and you can choose the volunteer opportunity that fits your life. Spend just one hour a week as a study buddy, tutor, or two hours a week as a Big Sister. Check out the various mentoring programs at Big Sisters of BC Lower Mainland and find a volunteer position and a little sister that will suit you to a tee. Visit bigsisters.bc.ca for more information today.
1: And we're back, it's Stereoscopic Rito. you're listening to 101.9 FM, CITR, and we got about 15 minutes left in the show for this week. Um, ben, as I mentioned, is up next, <coughs> excuse me, with live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. It appears he's got guests tonight, so hoorah. Um, anyway, that's set, uh, going back quite a ways, uh, Flat Earth Society leading that set off with 4 and 20. They were just basically a one-off studio project. It was a bunch of guys who were convened to, a bunch of session musicians who were convened to do a, um, bunch of radio jingles for the Walico Chocolate Company in about 1967 or 1968. And, uh, like jamming together so much they ended up recording an entire album uh vancouver's my Indole ring from circa 1968 69 with silk road and then spencer davis group that's the album or the group where um steve winwood got his start on keyboards of course uh waltz for lumumba um if you want to hear about a uh, sort of very important figure in the uh De-colon- decolonization of Africa and the uh you know the struggle for self-determination of the third world look up Patrice Lumumba very very important figure um during that period in the 60s anyway running out of time um tough age I've investigated their album further it has been out for a couple of weeks now And uh, I've got a few tracks I want to play from it uh, to take us out this week. So uh, I'm going to start with a track called Seahorse and see where things go from there. Three tracks by Tough Age, off their self-titled album, which is out on Mint Records, uh, Seahorse, Coffin Foam, and Hundo Pocket. Um, They will be playing this weekend, actually, at the Ukrainian Hall on East Pender. Uh, It's the Mint Records' ridiculously early Christmas party. Um, Among the performers, but not limited to the following, which I will name, will be The Evaporators featuring Nardwar. Uh, Jay Arner, Tough Age, as I mentioned. Uh, Sean Morazek lives and I think, Chris Horrific. I don't think Chris is, Chris is playing in Tough Age. I don't think he's playing. Oh, okay. Fake Tears also playing. Fake Tears, and there's another one, too. Uh, well, there's a guy named Chris Mastheim who's playing. I thought that might be Chris Horrific, but no? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, it's, t- it's, uh, Sunday. I'm, um, Sunday. Saturday. Saturday november 30th which is this saturday at the ukrainian hall look it up uh one more track from the album it's called we're both to blame and then it's ben Lai country uh this is we're both to blame by tough age off the album yada 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 i'm out of here goodbye
2: displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources.